A military coup that began four months ago has left hundreds dead and thousands imprisoned, including leaders of the, leaders, rather, of the country's elected government. The regime is also detaining journalists, including Danny Fenster. He's a 37-year-old American journalist who spent his early career telling the stories of the homeless in San Jose, California, and then reporting on families who had lost loved ones to gun violence in Louisiana. His career led him to Myanmar in 2019, where he reported on the country's abuses against Rohingya Muslims. He was taken into custody last week at the Yangon International Airport while waiting for a flight to leave the country. Police arrested him on May 24th as he was leaving the country on a flight home. But he never boarded the plane. Danny's now one of at least 40 journalists jailed in a Southeast Asian country. It recently underwent a military-led coup that resulted in the democratically elected government being overthrown. 36 days ago, Danny Fenster was detained and thrown in jail in Myanmar without a charge without access to a lawyer, and without a phone call to his family. He has subsequently been charged under Penal Code 505A, which essentially makes it a crime to practice independent journalism in Myanmar. Danny's family still has not been able to talk to him. And it was just last week that he was finally granted a phone call to the American embassy in Yangon. Danny has a hearing this Thursday where he faces as much as three years in prison. Again, the crime being practicing journalism. Danny is a friend of mine. I've known him and his family for nearly all of my life. But even if you don't know Danny, you should care about this story. I've put a bunch of links to learn more in the show notes. I hope you'll take a few minutes today to learn more about Danny and the countless other journalists and citizens suffering in Myanmar today. For now, though, I'm honored to get some advice from the Fensters, Danny's mom, Rose, his dad, Buddy, and his brother, Brian. You three are going through a living nightmare. And have you noticed something that people say that is very helpful or something that people say that isn't helpful? Because... A lot of times we just don't know how to engage with people suffering a tragedy. I, I can speak, and especially from my hospice nursing experience, dealing with life and death and family and all that. I mean, it's definitely some people walk towards you with the right words. Some walk towards you with they don't know what to say and it might agitate you, but you got to realize that they're coming from a space of love trying to hold a space for you of love but people also need to realize I guess that sometimes in these situations you don't have to say anything just be present and a hug a look is helpful if you don't know the right words yeah I think uh yeah just just being there really mm -hmm. um, showing up calling a hug like the, don't get me wrong, the meal train has been delightful and, and people going out of their way to do stuff, obviously, but yeah, just the simple things really just knocking on the door, smiling, mm -hmm. giving, giving us hugs, you know, that, that goes, that's been going a long way for me anyway. I agree. You know, it's funny. A lot of people, they sell, they, they mentioned to you something like, I don't know what I would do. I would be losing my mind. 
And I, I just smile to myself because it's like, you don't know what you would do. And I don't know if you'd lose your mind. I'm not losing my mind. I'm, I'm angry at the unfairness of it. But I mean, <laughs> it, it's just, you know, it's a parent uh, knee jerk reaction to say something like that, you know, and I just, I don't know if I'm gaining anything from it or not. But I think to myself, you, you, you really don't know until it happens to you. No one prepares for this kind of thing. And, but what you both said was just having someone just come by and don't bring me food, you know, don't bring me this, just sit down and talk for a minute. You know, that's nice. That's nice. I appreciate that. I'm not as social as this, her and Brian. I'm the quiet guy here, you know, but uh, it's a very appreciated when someone uh, just, you know, don't even have to be related to what's going on. Just to, just to talk, just say, hi, how you doing? You know, well, and multiple texts that we're getting and Brian's on one in particular where people every couple of days will check in and say, sending loves and prayers, no reply needed. So that's, that's nice too, because it's, it's hard to reply to everybody, but you care about everybody that's caring for you. And is, uh, is, um, exhausting as it is to keep talking about this. I find myself, I, I find myself comforting my own self by comforting others because people don't know what to say. And I enjoy very much being like, oh, it's okay. Come here. Let me get my arms around you. Let's talk about it. It's all right. Yeah. So that it, it's, it's a lot of work, but it makes me feel better at the same time. Mm -hmm. To follow Danny's case or to sign a petition to pressure the Biden administration to secure Danny's release, and just to learn more about what's happening in Myanmar and about sweet, brilliant Danny Fenster, visit bringdannyhome.com.